This is Let's Go Live with Jack Kelly. Good. I guess this is good afternoon. Good morning to you, I guess, because you're, you know, you're tucked. You're in San Francisco, I bet. I'm in the Bay Area. Yeah, I guess good afternoon to you. Good morning. <laughs> good morning to me. <laughs> so, Tuck, I want to make sure I get it right. Hopfer. Hopfer, that's right. Hopfer. Okay. And with Earn Better. So, this is really interesting. This is what I'm really excited about speaking. Let me just get on the speaker on the right mode so that everyone can see you. So basically, you know, we all hear about AI and everything going on with AI. But what I find interesting and when I saw Earn Better Tuck uh, startup is that it shows, hey, what AI can do in terms of helping people with their resume, with their cover letter, with ancillary you know, work that they need to do, and also how to find a better job, make more money and improve your career. So it's not like this ethereal AI, how is this gonna help? This is real, like this is something that you're helping people. And as I understand it, you probably you went from 100,000 to like a million resumes and cover letters recently, right? Yeah, so we, we uh, are crossing kind of the half a million actually resumes mm -hmm. and cover letters on our platform. So we publicly launched the platform in November and since then we've grown to roughly half a million resumes and create cover letters created on the platform. So maybe you could kind of take, we could take a step back, Tuck, and you could share what made you decide to move from a nice tech career and become an entrepreneur during some challenging times and, and in particular focus on AI. Yeah, so before Earn Better, uh, I was at Credit Karma uh, for, for, for almost 10 years. Um, and while there, and some of our co-founders came from, from Credit Karma, um, we just observed that um, you know, Credit Karma is a company that uh, helps people you know, better understand their credit scores and you know, find financial products and try to make financial progress. What we found for so many people, financial progress was elusive without you know, changing your job without being more successful in job searches. And so, you know, I always had the advice or always received the advice, you know, it's, it's time to start a business when, uh, or a good time to start a business is when you can't, you fall in love with a problem and you just can't think about doing something differently. And so, you know, I've always been very, you know, mission driven and focused on impact and, you know, just really came together with some folks from Credit Karma and we wanted to build a business that provided free support to people for people to kind of, you know, help advance their careers and thrive professionally. Um, and so it really was kind of falling in love with this problem and seeing the potential impact they could have on real people. You know, before we wrote a line of code of Earn Better, you know, we interviewed hundreds of people. We worked with them manually in their job searches and just saw how tedious it was, how hard it was, the ups and downs, kind of the emotional element of it, just how much time it took. And around the same time, we also saw you know, this huge wave in AI that was coming. And we just thought that, you know, when we talked to people that we'd always ask, who's helping you in your job search? And the answer we almost always got was kind of just a sheepish, it's just me. And, you know, the lucky few had people in their network that they could, you know, rely on to kind of help them. And, you know, so for us, it's, it's, it no longer needs to be that way. We wanted to build a tool that harnesses AI to help everyone, you know, in their job search and, and in their careers. And so it's really kind of, the right time, falling in love with the problem, you know, connecting some dots from prior work at Credit Karma, where, um, you know, the entrepreneurial life certainly isn't an easy life, but it's that passion for the problem and passion for impact that, that drove and motivated me and you know, some of the other founders to, uh, to start better. Yeah, I, I could certainly empathize with that. As somebody who's run a search firm for 25 years, 
there, there's in, such intrinsic joy when you help somebody find a new job. And when somebody like hates their boss, hates their company, they feel stuck, and now they get a better job, more money, more opportunity, growth. I mean, that's just an amazing feeling. So I could understand why, you, hey, I have a great job, safe job, doing really well, but how can I move the needle and really make an impact? You say, hey, maybe this is the way I can do it by building this startup and helping, you know, hopefully over the course of time, millions and millions of people get jobs and make it easier and better. Because I got to tell you firsthand, searching for a job, uh, and you you spoke to a lot of people, it's brutal, especially for white collar, middle, you know, white collar, mid-level senior people. It is rough. So, so it's really good yeah. that you're doing something. And maybe you could talk a little bit about how this all works. So if somebody wants to use you know, earn better, you know, you know, how does it go from like start to finish? You know what I mean? In terms of getting, getting it started. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we built our product really to be easy, fast, simple. AI can be really intimidating, right? Mm -hmm. How do you use it? How do you incorporate in your job search? We want to make it approachable. So the product's completely free, um, but also really easy to use. So you go to earn better type in your email, the next step you're prompted just to upload, you know, your resume in whatever format that it's in. From there, we'll parse it and we'll ask you a couple of questions just so we can make sure that, you know, it's presenting kind of uh, a resume targeted at the types of jobs that you're looking for and things like that. Um, and after you answer those couple of questions, you'll see a draft of your new resume. And from there, you can update the format if you'd like. You can update specific parts of it. You can add sections. You know, really, um, you know, we let the AI do a lot of the heavy lifting, but ultimately, like, it's that combination between AI and, and kind of the job seeker to you know, finalize tailoring it and making it, you know, perfect for, you know, what they want. So you kind of start, you get that resume. After that, um, you then can search through job matches on the platform. So we've got, um, you know, roughly 5 million jobs on our site. And, you know, we'll search for jobs based on, you know, what's in your resume, your profile, your preferences. And when you find a job you like, we can help you then tailor your resume and draft a cover letter specifically for those opportunities. And so again, those are going to be AI generated, and then you can kind of edit those as you see fit, um, you know, before submitting those applications to employers. And then other features we built in is, you know, we're just very job seeker focused. If there's a job that you're really interested in that you don't find on Earn Better, you can copy in the job description to kind of adjust your resume or, you know, draft a cover letter for a job that you found on another platform. Because ultimately, again, we want to give job seekers as many tools as possible to you know, automate the tedious aspects of the job search to free up time and, and kind of be more effective. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of the core of the experience today. We also have um, you know tools to help people with you know thank you notes and follow up emails. Just a lot of the content that you know comes as a part of the job search. Again, that combination of AI and human, um, you know, we find you know creates a lot of efficiencies for job seekers, so they can free up their time to do other types of things in the search as well. Yeah, Tuck. One of the things that kind of blows my mind and and for the i'll say for the audience but when i say the audience it's really me because i'm trying to figure it out when you say millions of millions of jobs can you help me understand how how does this work is this kind of like what google did back in the day where they able to index everything and then bring it to you in a neat format but now we're doing it in all these kind of different verticals is that sort of yeah. kind of basic <laughs> start with so well, we, you know, it, how does it work yeah it, certainly so it's it's a combination of technology and partnership so we okay. partner with 
Um, you know, we partner with other job boards. We partner with recruitment marketing agencies. We partner with nonprofits to bring in, you know, a dozen plus kind of job feeds into our ecosystem. And so it really helps. And then we have the technology to kind of parse through and again, find the jobs, the right fits for certain individuals and scan through those. So it's kind of the combination of partnerships and technology that, you know, helps us tap into a lot of different disparate job sources all over the internet and kind of bring them into a single platform. So that's the kind of rough thumbnail of, of how we're doing that today. Is it also is it also using you know machine learning and all that kind of stuff where you know you, you would be able to you know gather you know from from the internet and just be able to kind of put those jobs into however it's set up and then it just after a while it, like you said it could be millions of jobs right yeah we we use AI in our in our process to do that but again we also partner with a lot of you know a lot of leading job boards and the recruitment marketing agencies and nonprofits that are looking to kind of promote and get jobs out there. So there's there's a lot of different constituents. And so kind of a combination of just partnership work to bring those jobs uh, into our ecosystem, the technology work as well, just to kind of normalize it and deduplicate them and, and things like that. So is it also like a numbers game then for job seekers, but in the sense that if you have, you know, let, let's not even say million, because let's say it cuts down to whatever their, you know, type of job is. But if you're able to have hundreds of thousands of jobs that are relevant, the odds are more in your favor that you're going to find a job that fits your criteria and that you're interested, right? If if it's a job, just one job board, you may or may not have, you know, the, the right jobs. If it's two job boards, but if you have so many, now for the job seeker, you know, you have way more to choose from. Is that is that kind of yeah, just all of us equal, the more jobs you have to choose yeah. from, the more, you know, our machine learning can kind of parse through and figure out ones that we think you're best qualified for and, and best kind of align with your, you know, your interests, your profile, your preferences. And so, you know, we, we still want to kind of curate those set of matches because, mm -hmm. you know, even culling through a list of 100, 200 jobs, that's a lot of work. We talk about kind of tedious parts of the job search. Just scanning through job description after job description is a very tedious task. So again, we want kind of our technology to do a lot of that work. So we're just bubbling up the top opportunities that we're finding for you. There's also search capabilities. So you can search based on you know, certain terms and other elements. And then you know, help you kind of customize and tailor your pitch for that employer with a cover letter, with a you know, tailored resume for those kind of top matches. So um, you know, all else equal, certainly bringing more jobs into the mix you know, gives our algorithm more to kind of choose from to surface up the right opportunities for you. Um, but again, we still want to kind of take a lot of that burden off the job seeker. So they're not just, you know, scanning through job description after job description, because that's again a really, a really tedious aspect of the search. So can you have like a co-pilot type of option where as you know, the AI will do it itself, but then you could fine tune it even more so to narrow in instead of having, you know, a thousand jobs you're looking through, maybe just 50 really on target, amazing ones. Right. Yeah. That, that's the vision of, of kind of where we're taking this, which is this assistant that's kind of sitting alongside you in the job search. And so that assistant will help you with the resume. It'll help you with, you know, tailoring your cover letter and, and resume for specific opportunities, help in kind of finding those opportunities, you know, in the longer term, you know, we're excited about opportunities to kind of help with, you know, interview preparation and networking and a lot of other components. Um, uh, just because 
most people aren't professional job seekers. They're professionals in whatever area they're in. And so, you know, we want to bring, bring best practices and technology to help make everyone a professional job seeker so they can focus on, you know, finding a great job and uh, we deliver the tools that help them help them do that. So, um, you know, our, our vision really is to be that assistant, you know, riding alongside someone and helping them in their search. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, you know, you've been doing this for how long now? About a year, a little less than a year? Yeah, so founded the company in 2022 and then we mm -hmm. uh, publicly launched the second half of last year. Where do you see it going? Is it, is it just keep growing in this space or are you going to add on other types of features? Yeah, so we want to do everything we can to help with, with the job search. So as okay. I mentioned, you know, we're starting with the resume. I mean, the resume is a great place to start because it helps us learn a lot about kind of your profile, your preferences. It also is the first impression, you know, so if, if the average recruiter takes five to 10 seconds looking at a resume, we want to make sure that first impression is really strong. Everything's formatted well. We're presenting your relevant experience in a way that's really easy for that recruiter to see, you know, why you're a good fit and good candidate for the role. You know, as we talked about, we've layered on kind of cover letters. You know, as I mentioned, there's a lot of other components of looking for work, you know, components around networking, components around interviewing, interview preparation. Um, so there's a lot that we want to kind of build beyond just, um, you know, kind of like the application part of the process and the job seeking part of the process. And over time, we do also want to, you know, continue to develop relationships with employers and create new and different experiences, you know, on the employer side as well. Um, so there's just a lot of work uh, that, that we're going to be kind of uh, investing in investing in the next several years, just create better, better experiences uh, for job seekers. Now, now, to take just a little bit of a sidestep, Tuck, in, in terms of, you know, leaving your job, I, this is, this is kind of a whole other conversation really, <laughs> but how did it feel to say, Hey, I've been working at Credit Karma for 10 years and now I'm leaving doing this startup. And in 2022 and 23, that was, two tough years. So it wasn't like great, you know, the market wasn't so great. How did it feel to do that? And then also, you know, you have some top tier venture capitalists backing you, Andreas and Horowitz, right? It's like one of one of the most premier Silicon Valley VCs. So also I'd be curious, like how did, can you give us like the behind the scenes? <laughs> how does that work? Do you just call up Mark and say, hey, Mark and Jason, <laughs> I need 5 million, 10 million. Can you help me out? So maybe you could share, like, how was your journey, your career journey to kind of, you know, go from a corporate guy to an entrepreneur and raising money? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the journey at Credit Carbo was, was incredible. I mean, joined that company when it was, you know, around 200 or so employees and kind of, you know, grew within the organization. It's just Credit Carbo is a fantastic company, organization, team, product, mission. So, you know, a lot of what I've learned and what we're trying to kind of build, you know, with Earn Better, um, you know, draws on you know some of the the, the culture and experiences that were that were kind of uh, we we experienced at Credit Karma. Um, certainly nerve wracking to make the jump. Uh, you know, as, as as you might imagine. You know, for me, um, you know, I, I've never been happier professionally. As I said, just falling in love with a problem, seeing the impact. You know, it's something you said earlier. You know, really caught caught my attention, which was when we were manually working and helping people. And they got jobs. It's just, it's addictive. And I just couldn't imagine really doing anything else after doing that. And to, to us, the only question was, how do we scale this? How do we create impact that, you know, where it doesn't 
it's not limited by someone's time to be able to help them. And that's where the why now and generative AI comes in because with generative AI, we can expand that impact and you know, provide a lot of the services that we um, were providing kind of manually early on in the journey of Earn Better. And so it's kind of just, again, that combination of why now with like the mission and impact and, and just feeling that on job seekers in a very visceral way that, that, that got me excited and the team excited about kind of taking this journey. In regards to, um, you know, the, the fundraising part of the process, I, mean, I, I do think, um, you know, what I think excites, um, you know, us, I think, as well as a lot of investors is kind of opening up access to services that were previously only available maybe to a subset of the population. So, um, you know, certain, you know, people in the past might have access to career coaches and resume writers and things like that that can be quite expensive and might be kind of uh, out of reach for a large parts of the population. But with generative AI, we can bring, uh, you know, assistance to, um, uh, to, to the mass market that can help them with the resume and cover letters and their job search. Um, and so really kind of expand access and so and, and open up a much larger market from that standpoint. So, you know, I think, you know, that part of the pitch is something that kind of resonated with, you know, certain pockets of, you know, the venture community as we went out there. And again, it excites us as well, because we, um, uh, to my note earlier, we can expand the impact that we have versus, um, you know, just manually providing services. Now, how does it work? So you have the pitch, you have the idea, you have the passion, you have, you know, the pedigree. So you have, but now it's like, do you, do you have to find, know somebody who could introduce you to the VCs or do you, is it a cold call? How does it, how does it work? You know, for people yeah. who are interested, who are watching here, who, you know, maybe are thinking their own startup. How do you make this happen? How do you get the wheels moving? Right. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's, in some ways it's like a job search. You're putting together mm -hmm. a list of the companies and, and, you know, that you think could be a good fit. You're reaching out, you're trying to network where possible. Um, you know, you're getting feedback from friends and, and individuals in your network about your pitch and how it could be improved. And then you're kind of, um, you know, reaching out and, you know, there is kind of a numbers game element to it. You're going to reach out to, you know, more people ultimately than will be interested, but you, um, it's really, you know, quite a similar process, you know, from that standpoint, but it's, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of hard work. It's, you know, getting your kind of the name out there of the company and what we're doing and um, trying to combine network and cold outreach to just get in front of the right people. And, you know, a lot of that, a lot of it, just like job seeking, it's, it's about finding the right fit. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, one piece of advice that I give to other entrepreneurs, you know, that, that have gone through the process, you know, after we went through the process is, you know, it's less about necessarily convincing, you know, um, uh, venture capitalists is more about finding someone that kind of has a shared vision around kind of where, where the world's going, where the product's going, where the market's going. And so, you know, certainly there are some that you'll, you know, convince with regards to kind of the opportunity, but oftentimes, you know, um, if VCs will have their own points of view around where the market's going, where the product's going. And when you find, you know, people whose vision aligned with yours and you kind of get excited about what you all could build together, you know, that's, that's ultimately what led us to, uh, to Andrew Smorowitz. So it makes sense. So it's, it's similar. It does, it is similar to a job search where someone who's seeking a job is looking for the, you know, going to look at target companies that they're interested in, seeing who the people are there, if they know those people, do you share some commonality with them? You know, what's their culture like? And I guess the same thing, you, you know, you're going to, let's say in your case, Silicon Valley to find out, Hey, who are some VCs who are into this type of business model that we're building, who get it and who see the future the same way that you see the future. And then 
it clicks, right? And it's just like a job, like, you know, hey, right job, right, you know, hiring manager, and it all falls together. So I guess the same similarly that you, you do your research, try to find what companies have, the, you know, have backed people who do AI startups like yourself, and then are maybe into the career section part of things. And then it just, hope, and then what do you do? Do you have like a pitch meeting in front of these, you know, like in front of them all or? It's just yeah, conversations. We, we, we did lot, lots of pitches, lots of pitches. Yeah. So got a, got a lot of great practice and, you know, sharing the earn better story and what we're building, uh, et cetera. And, you know, I just emphasize it's, it's a long-term relationship. So it's really important to understand, you know, their values, again, where they see kind of the market, the product going, what they view as kind of an ideal relationship, you know, as well as what we view as an ideal relationship, because it's a really, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's a really important relationship to, be aligned on from a value standpoint and a vision standpoint. So a lot of those conversations are about ensuring you have that match because if you don't have that match, then it can create, you know, friction and tension down the line. So, you know, a lot of those upfront conversations are, you know, seeing where there, there is that good fit, you know, from both a values and vision standpoint. So you have to be compatible. You have to feel comfortable. Hey, if I'm going to be, you know, we're going to be working together, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're funding, you know, this endeavor and we're going to have all these meetings and conversations. You want to make sure, just like a job seeker, you want to make sure you're you're feeling comfortable with your you know your boss, your manager, your other supervisors, and, and then it just makes it much easier. Yeah, uh, that, that's exactly right yeah. as well. Well said. So, where what do you see next? Like, what I saw on LinkedIn, you, you've been posting things about you know your vision, what what's going to happen in 2024 and beyond. You know, now that you're really enmeshed in this world, like. What kind of, even if it sounds crazy, like what kind of stuff, not just or better, but just generally where now that you're really immersed in this space, where do you see it going? How, how big is it going to be? How big is earn better going to be? What, what, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, you know, as far as things happening in, in, in kind of this market, I mean, first off, I think AI is still really early in kind of the job search market. I think, you know, enterprises already, you know, thinking about how do we use AI to make marketers more efficient, to make salespeople more efficient, recruiters more efficient, software developers more efficient. Um, I think it's still pretty early around how job seekers think how they can use AI to be more efficient in their search and kind of level the playing field. So I think first and foremost, you just see a lot more talk about AI and the job search and how it can support job seekers. I think as a part of that, you also, you know, see different threads about, you know, is it using AI, you know, cheating in the job search, you know, and in, in, in what ways is it fair and equitable and what ways is it not? You know, I think in academia, we've seen a lot of, you know, talk and discourse around, you know, AI and kind of its impact on students and, and, um, and, uh, uh, and cheating in that context. You know, our viewpoint is, you know, it really helps level the playing field. So I think you'll just see a lot of kind of discourse around that as AI becomes just much more prevalent and kind of well-known uh, in the job search space. You know, I think where the market generally will be going is they're just going to be a lot more, you know, volume on both sides of the equation. You've got, you know, companies using AI to kind of help amplify, you know, the, the, the outputs of recruiters. So they'll be sending out more messages and more tailored messages to more candidates you know, on the job seeker side, you know, AI will help enable job seekers potentially to submit more applications and more tailored applications. And so I think almost counterintuitively, you know, one of the places where this goes is the human element and the human touch, I think will be more important over time, right? Is to 
how do you combine kind of AI with the human element to be better as a recruiter, to be you know better, more effective as a job seeker? And so one of the things we encourage candidates to do is, you know, with that time that you get back using AI in your job search, you know, how can you, you know, use that to develop new skills, you know, new credentials, spend time networking and doing those sorts of things. So those are some of the, you know, the, the trends that we see. I mean, you know, much further out, we just see, you know, almost everyone having an AI assistant that's helping them not just with their job search, but with their career more broadly, right? So we see that, you know, you've got a certain set of experiences Maybe with you know adding a credential, you can kind of you know upskill and be in a more demand area, and you know really meaningfully improve your compensation. So you know at least what we're building to, and we think the market will head in the direction of an AI assistant that doesn't just help you in kind of an episodic job search, but helps you throughout your career and thinks about the various pathways and how to kind of improve in your career. So those are a couple of things that we see in kind of the both intermediate and uh, longer term that we see kind of the, the job search space going, particularly as it relates to AI kind of infusing it and what, you know, what type of impact that has on it. Did you foresee on the other side of the equation with HR talent acquisition that once they get more involved with AI, it would help streamline that process as well so that, you know, one of the biggest issues people have when they search for a job, they say, Hey, I'm getting ghosted. I'm not getting any feedback. You know, I don't know what's going on. I'm going interview after interview and I'm not, is, is this happening or not? So do you think also with AI, the same way you could help with a cover letter and ciliary, you know, collateral information, you know, notes and what have you and emails that maybe one of the biggest issues that I hear from people is that you, you don't get that connection with the HR representative, the hiring manager, you know, talent acquisition person, so that they would use AI too to be able to say, hey, Jack, hey, Tuck, hey, we got great feedback from the hiring manager, very interested in having you come back for a second round. Um, they also mentioned for the second round, hey, we're really gonna talk about X, Y, and Z, so maybe brush up on X, Y, and Z. Because that's what used to happen when you talk about the personal touch that I would do as a recruiter, you would have that back and forth. But now I wonder if that will happen as well to make the process much better and smoother because now you're getting that feedback so you could do better. You know, so for the next, so now you're like, oh, all right, I didn't realize I was doing X or Y or I was, you know, the manner in which I was speaking was clunky and they didn't understand it. So, all right, now I know I got to work on it. So the graciously invited me for another interview. Now I'm going to, you know, make sure I'm not doing that and take the next step. Is that, can yeah, you kind of I, see this happening holistically from all sides now? I mean, I think it's a potential benefit yeah. of, of AI across the board, which is to kind of the tedious aspects of whatever you're working on mm -hmm. could be more automated. So you could focus on in the case of a recruiter providing a much higher, you know, higher touch, you know, white glove type service that, that it's really hard to do when you're being, you know, inundated with kind of, you know, resumes and you're kind of scanning databases to try to find the right fit for a role. You know, the job of recruiter is really tough as well, and it's becoming more and more demanding. And so, you know, with AI kind of, again, automating some of the tedious aspects yeah. on that side of the equation, we certainly see the potential for um, recruiters to provide a different type of service that just hasn't been possible with, um, you know, with the suite of technologies kind of available uh, today. But again, it's that, it's that combination of both kind of, you know, 
individual with AI that we think is most powerful. So, yeah, it's interesting. So I, uh, I've looked into a few different recruiting AI, and you got to forgive me if you hear some background noise because I still have a landline here because the tech <laughs> sometimes the the phone drops here. So I don't know if you're hearing. It, I apologize. Uh, I've 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 spoken with a few people who are running these recruiting AI platforms, and what's interesting, they're not perfected yet, in my opinion, but it really does a good job because now the same way where the way you were describing, you could have like millions of jobs for people to look for. Then when you're searching for a job seeker on the other side of it as a recruiter, now it opens up where you could find millions of people, you know, and then narrow it down to the ones you're doing. So that, so I think across the board, so then it makes it easier for recruiters to find people. It makes easier for job seekers to not be weighed down with having to fill out an application and uploading the application and getting into their ATS system and then blah, 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 and you know what I mean? and all that stuff. So it just makes it much more streamlined and where it's a pain point, and you probably went through this when you're doing your due diligence here in these stories, how like people are so frustrated that as time goes on, perhaps the whole thing could turn around where it be, become a more pleasant on all sides, yeah. from the recruiting side, from the job search side, from the HR side, or am I just like being naive, or, or, or is this like is this possible? Look, I mean, our, our aspiration is to make it better, yeah. and we're starting starting the job seeker first, yeah. right, and kind of their experience and automating those aspects of it. But you know, a lot of what excites us about this space, I think, what excites investors mm -hmm. about the space as well is, um, you know, you talk to both employers and job seekers alike. And neither are particularly happy with the status quo. No, you know, there's right? frustration on both sides of the equation. And so, you know, deploying AI in new and different ways that can help, again, um, you know, take take away a lot of these repetitive tasks to, to free up time to invest in other areas is just something that, you know, on both sides of the equation could, in ways, you know, bring some humanity back into the experience. Um, and just create more opportunities for one-on-one -on -one connection and and different types of experiences. And it means different things, you know, on the recruiter side versus the job seeker side. Um, for the job seeker, it's, um, you know, we've talked some, uh, you know, just, you know, the mental health aspects of a job search, just having a little bit of time for yourself to recharge, to rest up, to, you know, prepare for interviews and those types of things is really important. And so, you know, for job seekers to get time back, they can do various things with that. On the employer side, you know, there's, various other things that, that recruiters can do to be more effective uh, if they're repurposing their time. So that's our vision. I, I do think with AI, as I mentioned before, you're gonna see a lot more outreach from recruiters. You're gonna see more applications from job seekers. So in many ways, it'll make it easier, I think, to, to kind of you know, prioritize um, you know, uh, your time, but at the same time, there's just gonna be a higher volume, I think, in general. So I, you know, TBD, kind of which of those you know, currents is stronger in the longer term. Uh, I think that's kind of a countervailing current to, to the trend you described, but um, certainly we want to be on the side of trying to use AI to, to free up time and, and bring some humanity back into, into the process. You know, that sounds great. And you come across as a very humble guy. So I, I don't mean to be crass when I'm asking this, but is, is part of the goal too, you know, getting funding, getting in the space, to be like the player, you know, just like, you know, LinkedIn becomes a brand to go to for networking and finding a job. 
that ultimately earn better would be that brand. So when anybody starts thinking about how do I embark upon my job search, they're going to go to you guys. Is that kind of the game plan where it's going to get so large that it just becomes, that's it. That's like the iconic brand to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's our, our vision is to yeah. create a really large um, business that creates huge impact. I think, you know, one of the, one of the biggest ways to create impact here, and it's kind of mm -hmm. where we started the conversation is like what motivated, yeah. you know, the founding team of Earn Better to take this step, this entrepreneurial step was to, to create impact. And the way you do that, or you, one way to do that is to create a really large business and a really big brand, a brand that people know, love and trust and come to again and again uh, to support them in their job search and their career. And so there obviously are some really big, you know, companies in the kind of, you know, uh, kind of talent acquisition space. And it's a huge, huge, huge market. And so between, you know, both sides of the marketplace, job seekers mm -hmm. and, and companies, you know, not being particularly happy with the status quo, it being a huge um, space, we definitely have the aspirations to create um, a really large business. But as much as anything, just to create a huge amount of impact, because, you know, as I, as I shared, once you kind of feel that impact on a personal level, you know, working with job seekers, you know, thinking about what that could mean to individuals and families that might find a job more quickly, might, you know, bump their salary 10 or 15%, that can have such a dramatic impact mm -hmm. on families and doing that you know, at a scale, not of, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, but millions and tens of millions, uh, it could just create enormous kind of positive impact, you know, uh, and, and that's, that's what really motivates us on a day-to-day -day basis. Well, well, that's fantastic. That's why I, I'm so glad that you're able to come on the show because uh, through my writing at Forbes and interviewing people and through these different LinkedIn lives and podcasts, the common denominator for the last number of years a job search is just so painful and so debilitating to people. And when you mention, I'm glad you mentioned mental health because that's a big issue because when you're looking for a job and you're trying to interview and you, you don't get called back and you, and you can't find a job and then you start thinking it's you and then your self-confidence erodes. So then even if you do get an interview, you're not feeling your best and that's a big factor. So I'm, I'm glad you brought it up and hopefully, you know, you know, earn better and then may, and other entities in AI that, you know, kind of run, not doing what you're doing, but parallel to help out too. I'm really excited to, 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 to learn about them and share it with an audience because I, I think so many people are so unhappy, as you point out too, on both sides of the equation. So that if, and no pun intended, if, you know, you can make it better and make it more meaningful and, and make the process, I'll even say just at least, Okay, it doesn't even have to be. You know, we'll start with that because right now it's miserable for people. So okay is like way better than miserable. So if if you could get people who feel like, hey, now I have a fighting chance, now, their confidence is going to go up. They're they're going to feel more empowered when they go in interviews. They're going to perform better because now they feel like, you know what, I do have a shot at this because instead of just looking at a handful of jobs, I have so many different jobs that I can go for. So I'm glad, you know, I'm glad yet that you came on and talked about it because. Um, let's be frank, in today's day and age, everybody's just angry and surly and anxious and stressed and just point out the negativity and what's bad and what's wrong. I'm, I'm trying to find people like yourself 
who are coming up with really interesting concepts, really interesting startups that are geared to helping people make their lives better and improve their lives and have them the ability to make more money for themselves and for the family. So um, I'm really appreciative that you share this, you know, so people, and this is the you know perfect platform for it because these are the folks who are, you know, who are watching now and be watching tomorrow or next week, you know, who, who want to get ahead. They want to find a new job. They need to find a new job. And they're knocking their head against the wall. Now they say, hey, maybe this is the right way I could do it. So I think this could help a lot of people. And I'm really glad you're able to, to walk it through. And I really also appreciate it. And I know it's awkward when you have funding and all that, but I don't mean to be too personal, but I think it also helps people get an inside glimpse of like what really goes on when they're hearing about you know venture capitalists and raising money. So here you get a sense of like, oh, this is, yeah, this is what goes on. So I think in a separate note, it gives people some insights to this is what goes on behind the scenes when a person goes from a corporate job, taking that risk as an entrepreneur, and then their journey. So uh, I really appreciate yeah. you taking the time and, and sharing this story with us and sharing your journey and your company. So uh, I hope, I think everything's going to be great. And I look forward to like next time speaking to you and it keeps getting bigger and better and, and, you, and you're placing more people. Well, wonderful. Thanks, uh, Jack, for including us and uh, really fun conversation. Look forward to continuing the dialogue in the, in the months to come. My pleasure, Tuck. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye.